table. Now the Eagles to come back again to fall forward. Oh, Barney! Darling tapping. Darling again. Gives it to Ryan. And then Ryan's little kick is a good one to Kennedy. Yes! 50. McGovern. McGovern. What a player. What a mark, Bruce. What a mark. And he goes to Your hosts are Wazza, Dan and Wayne. All right, we're the podcast for the fans of the West Coast Eagles. Uh, brought to you by Podcast Central, the new home of podcasts. Good to be back. We just had a little bit of, bre- of a break. And uh, Dan, you're back, mate. I'm back. And uh, shall we break the news to our listeners? I'm excited. Shall we tell them? We've changed the name to the Tim Kelly Appreciation Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk a lot about uh, Tim Kelly, obviously, tonight, because we're going to be talking about the trade. Um uh, but if you haven't got onto Facebook, get onto Facebook and join the Eagle Nation page there. Uh, also get onto Twitter and Instagram, and also check out Podcast Central because if you love podcasts, there's a few on there. Um, well, let's get into it, boys. We landed the person that we wanted to get last year. So, are you happy with the deal, or should I go through the deal first? Uh, well, let's go through the deal first. Right, let, let's go through the deal, and then we'll talk about so, it. A lot of people saying we gave up too much. So we get Tim Kelly, pick 52, that's from Essendon. Round two, which is from the Cats, which could be anywhere between 30 and 36, that's in 2020. Um, The Cats get pick 14, 24, pick 18 from 2020 from the Eagles and they get pick 37 from Essendon and Essendon get pick 33 from the Eagles and 57 from the Cats. So it's a three-way little um, go there on all the picks and the Eagles, the picks equaled up to 3,494 points which is the equivalent of pick 1 and 37 in this year's draft. Well, yeah, like, okay, I am so happy with this trade. Um, the way things are now, People cast their mind too far back with trades. Uh, you got to look at it. We're in. We're now living in the world where Weller from Freewell was a pick two. Dylan Shield last year was two top ten picks, pick nine and ten. We had no top ten picks, so it was always obviously going to have to be a bundle of picks, yeah. which what is what we've done, and we've got our man. And the the main sticking point to me is, would those picks help us win a premiership next year? Would it have an immediate effect? No, I would say no, unless it's a ready-made mature player. Where Tim Kelly helps yep. us our premiership attack next year. Mm-hmm. So it's what we need. Our premiership window is open now. And a it's lot, gonna make us a good assault on two. A lot of people get caught up in this top ten and this if a, a person like Tim has done said he wants to deal go to the Eagles, you only can deal with what they got. And you know, sometimes they might have to try and find a top ten pick. But it was the same with the Bradley Hill thing. You know, that they had pick six and ended up with pick ten. If they wanted to, if you wanted to go to Melbourne, they had more scope, you know what I mean? So you, you, you're having to go at more the club with the, well, the picks they got, and that's how you get them, well, Is you, that, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does, because you've got to look at it. If you, all right, let's pretend we're cat supporters. 
I wouldn't be happy if I was a cat supporter for anything less than that. I'm choking. As, as I said, oh, yeah. I'm choking, man. <laughs> as I said, like, they're not 10 picks, um, yeah. a top 10 pick, and it's not two top 10 picks. So you needed a bundle of picks, and that's what we gave up. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm pretty happy with what we got. What about you, Wayne? Yeah, I rap, I mean, as you know, I've wanted Tim Kelly for three years. <laughs> yeah. I've wanted him longer if you go under the oh, TNG gosh. discussion page. Bloody unwrapped. So, um, but I, I think I think they've had this worked out for a while because they've recruit they they have drafted very well the last three uh, two years, especially with their young players, and they've got good young players there. To um, and I think Greg Craig Vozzo even made mention that they they had done that to give away those other picks wasn't really a big thing. Even Simo said it because they've drafted so well. Well, got, Kelly and well let's go on Jared the Brander, um, Oscar Allen, Oscar Allen. Well, I, I, we I've, got, I've got the list here, and thanks to Joe, our um, podcast guru, tells us where all the good podcasts are. Um, he's from Grand Sold Homes. I'm giving him a free plug there. You look at the last draft, we got O'Neill, Foley, Williams, and Cameron. Mm. So we're seeing what Cameron can do. We know Williams is a he's going to be the future in the ruck. Yep. And if he's doing what he's doing in the waffle and the AFL, we're, we're laughing. O'Neill's probably he had a injury pre-start of the year, so he's going to be a bit behind. Beautiful kick, O'Neill. So he's one to watch. Yeah, you go to the year before. Now this is the one. Brander, Oscar Allen, Liam Ryan, Ainsworth, Petricelli, and Brayshaw. We've seen all of them, what they can do except Brayshaw, but we've seen Brayshaw on the waffle. Let's hope that Brayshaw gets his chance. And then you go to the draft before. Venables, Rotham, and Waterman. Mm. And Chuck and Rioli yeah, as well. Rioli was that draft. Right. So the last three years, we've set our list up yep. knowing that this is – like you said, it's probably been in the works, and unless depends on who you speak to, it's been gone since last year. So, um, ongoing discussions at a degree, who knows? But something we were, I think everyone that's an Eagles fan was quite confident that Tim Kelly was going to get done, yeah, because it got so close last year. Um, and you touch on what Wayne said, how you think this was almost. Almost finalised before the trade started. Yeah. The thing that makes me tend to agree with that is the fact it didn't go to the deadline. No. No, it, it got done early, and that was great. It was like first, what, two, three days it got done? Yeah. Now, it was a big, second draft overall. Yeah, it was uh, trade. The, the biggest yeah. trade of the trade period got done so quickly. Mm. I agree. I think the, the talks were very productive before and the trade where, period where started. Where I was confident too, especially... I, was, I started to think of it, or maybe Free OR coming in, but... Then I heard Justin, when Justin Lomio got appointed, he said they were using their... He very hinted very... Oh, you could read between the lines. He said, we're using our draft picks for young players. And Peter Bow said, if... He said, if he's interested, we'll look at it. And people thought, oh, well, no, they're looking at it. The the thing that probably threw everyone off was... um, Stephen Wells saying they'd talk to Fremantle, mm. and maybe that's just a bit of PR yeah. publicity well, to spice it all up. And he did say, and he said he never, they never spoke to him. He anymore. did say at the end too. Sorry, interrupt there, mate. He did say at the end too, Stephen Wells. We've been working on this for a long yep. time now, so well know, has been in the motion. And the Kelly family are ecstatic. I think Eagles fans are ecstatic. Mm. Uh, if um, I don't think there's anyone more ecstatic than Tim Kelly's dad, Tim Kelly Senior. Um, I've got a bit of goss from him, um, and I don't know if anyone knows this, but he 
grew up following Chris Judd. Mm. And that was his idol, and he always wanted to be an AFL footballer. He said he always wanted to play the Eagles, but when Juddy left the Eagles, so did Tim. Tim went to Carlton. Yeah, because uh, he said, I'm following Juddy. But thankfully, the support came back, and look, that they, he said they couldn't be any um, prouder of him, and it's good to have the family back, and it's good for them because they've got some kids that, you know, need uh, some needs with in, autism in, and that. So yeah, Interesting family life, too. I saw on the paper the other day with Tim. Whereas I think his mum is, um, is it Spanish or, I uh, know his dad's off. Giselle, her name is, yeah. Giselle, I'm yep. sure she was Spanish. Or Giselle, yeah. And then I think they had a couple of boys there who were um, adopted or... Oh, I don't know. But, yeah, uh, but he's, really, great, great family life, yeah, interesting family life what they're talking about. Yeah. Well, he's got four brothers, Troy, Terence, Tyson and Thomas. Mm. And he's got four. He's got some sons, uh, Tykeem, Tariq, and Trey. So yeah. he's keeping the TK thing alive. Yeah. So um, I think one of his brothers is a young guy playing at South Fremantle now in the development squad. Yeah. So um, if he's just half as good as Tim, you're going to be laughing. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, but yeah, but you can only. Gee, when you, you, we look at our. Um, well, let's have a look at the midfield now. You let us Redden. Game, that's what we're missing. Yo. Shuey, uh, Gaff, Sheed, Kelly. Kelly. It's it's got to be a formidable for uh, you know yeah. going forward. The, you know? the funny thing, I wonder how how impressive his his numbers will be similar. You know, yeah. the amount of work he does will be very similar. But I wonder how he's gonna, for lack of a better word, look in our midfield. Mm. You know, because he was a star at Geelong, but Selwood was very ageing. Ablett is not the player he was. And I'm not saying they're bad players. I mean, Selwood was on the wing a lot. Yeah. And his disposal were like, uh, Dangerfield started slow, but dominated at the end. So he really did, apart from Dangerfield, steal the show. And saying that we're real proud about the Eagles is, it's not a one, we're not a one-trick pony, you know. Mm. Gaff can dominate a game. Sheed this year has dominated games and did well in the mm. Sure, can step up and do it. You know, we've seen Red and the workman effort he puts in sometimes. He's best on ground. You know, um, I mentioned Yo, didn't I? So we don't rely on that one midfielder. So it would be great to see how Kelly fits in that. And will we be like, oh, Kelly's our best midfielder? It's it wouldn't be, be like another shoe. Well, what I'm excited about seeing is who from the opposition team is going to go to who yes. on our team. You know what I mean? Because Kelly, if he's lurking around half forward, he's going to damage. Mm. Um, so that might give uh, Yoey a bit more freedom to stay back now. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, I, I'm so excited just to see the contest on who's going to go against him. Well, Shuey was our go-to man this year. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the taggers went to Shuey a lot. And, say, yeah. you know, so once Nick came back w- in... With Kelly, will he get the Des Headland thing where yes. he was on the periphery at Brisbane with such a great midfield. Mm. When he come to Fremantle, he was a, the go-to man. Is Tim Kelly going to be the same as that, or is he going to be? No, I think is he going to be third? Seal? Is he going to be Yo Shuey then Kelly? But let, let them hug. I guess we can't see that. It, it, it's, it's a chain yeah. reaction, though. Let them hug. Hard tag Kelly because we've talked about this so much on it. If you don't tag Shuey, he cuts yeah. you up. Yeah. People yeah. forget how good he is because he's played and for many years with a tag. Yep. Like, mm. you know, and that's the way he's played. So he gets his 24, 25 disposals with a tag and still damages Shuey. He will get those 30s and plus 30s in a goal if it'll they're going to tag someone else. It'll be interesting later when we look at our little homework thing we were doing for the week, how we've you know, gelled them all in there. Yep. Mm. Um, just going back on the trade, in the end, Eagles did a 
pick swap with Brisbane. We had 52 and 64 after the Cali deal was done, and we traded them up for 46 and one back for 91. So at the end of the trade period, as it was today, we end up with 46, 91, and 108. I'd be very surprised if we used 108 because I don't think the last four drafts we've got past 90. A lot of teams seem to pass on their last one for rookie selection, so that might bring that 91 up to 80. Um, there's a lot of good uh, players out in the draft, so I did a list of players. Because we did the Tim Kelly deal, it's going to take us out of the first two rounds. These are the players that we're giving up the chance to recruit this year. Just from WA. Luke Jackson from East Fremantle. Mm. Now, he's like a Grundy-like. Yep. And he was playing basketball, I think, yeah. last year, wasn't he? Yeah. Or the year before. He's a well, well, world-class. Yeah, and he, he's, he's a good footballer. Devin Robinson, which is uh, Darren Glass's nephew. He's a Lark medalist in the under-18s and MVP in under-16s. So he's someone you've got to miss up. Dylan Stevens from South Australia. Brady Kemp from Victoria. So they're the guys, if you had a first-round pick, like if we had pick 14 that you'd be looking at. Mm. So we're not going to have that now. So, but I'm still late because we've got Tim Kelly, as you said. Tim Kelly's going to have an immediate impact. Round two and three. Now, this is where it gets interesting. We've got pick 46 now. Because there's so many play Victorian clubs, I think some of these guys will slip through. So you got Jeremy. I don't think Jeremy Sharp will from Eastry Mantle. So I think he will be in the high 20s. Now, the guy like Trent Rivers might slide. He's from Eastern Mantle. He's a midfielder. Riley Garcia, he likes the goals. He did a knee, but mm. he's a likely third-round pick for us. The kid I want is Elijah Taylor, and he would just fill in that void where Rioli was going forward. If That's if Rioli gets more than a year. Great player. And correct me if I'm wrong, I believe on our website, our group page, Facebook page, I think some of his family members are on there. And yep. So, yeah, so is he. He's I believe on. he's an Eagles supporter I, I too. Think so so. I, I love when an Eagles supporter mm. gets to the club. Well, I, I, did, really I, did, I did my draft target mm. about two months ago and I put him up there mm. and it got hit straight away and family commenting and, the, and it sounded like, oh, yeah, that's good. One player I really like to get, and they call him Super Boot, is a kid called Ben Johnson bit of a half-back player, so he could eventually be the Shannon Hearn replacement. Now, he's my pick of the draft. So remember that name, Ben Johnson, mm. and he's from West Perth. I reckon he'll be available on either of those picks. Mm. Um, and then you got a Ruckman. These, this guy could probably go through to rookie. Jamison in, he's from Claremont. He's a Ruck. So do we need to add to a Ruck socks? I don't know. Jack Bassini from Swan Districts. He's another defender. He played all levels this year. League, Colts, Reserves and under-18. So he might be somebody we'll look at. Um, depends on what we've got to pick. What, what we are picking, what position we're looking for in the draft. I don't know. What do you reckon? Well... Quickly touch on you. You touched on it briefly. Um, how a lot of teams pass. So that pick ninety one will not be ninety. No, yeah, it'd be eighty. So that's why probably. I think we by going with that first our first third round pick was a smart move, mm. lowering that because we know that ninety one will be lowered yeah. when it comes to the point end because a lot of teams do pass. Um, and it's all about the salary cap, obviously, because rookies aren't paid as much as a drafted player. So they'd rather for the last couple of spots go for the rookie listed player than that. It's just it's just mm. a business thing. So I as you said, probably in the 80s. I reckon we'll only pick two. Um, this year's draft isn't great. 
Um, it's even. Great. But what is great is the WA talent in it. Yeah. So hopefully that helps us with our later pick, the fact that the best talent is WA and might not be as touted or as, as well noticed as the Victorian players are. Mm. Well, me, this is a player I want to get to now. Now, me and Wayne online have got a little, little side <laughs> bet going on. Yeah, I like Some uh, yeah. Bundy lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, Ben Sokol, a Sokol, he's 24 years of age, 186 centimetres, 85 kilos. He's kicked 181 goals in 84 games. He used to be at South Fremantle. Um, he moved to CV a couple of years ago. Um, he was also in under-18s in 2013. Mm. He's been overlooked in drafts. Is he the next Tim Kelly? At Subiaco, he's shone through, and in the grand final, I think he kicked six. Yeah, um, he reminds me of a Mark Lacroix type. Mm. And the one thing that I probably think that we missed this year was that Mark Lacroix type, that mid or small that can play tall and lead, and this guy is pretty similar to him. Now, I've got him as a rookie pick, mm. but you reckon he'll go on the draft? I reckon. I mean, I've, I've, I'd love us to get him at 46, to be honest. I think he'll go. I think 46 way too high. I think he'll go in that first 46. That's my opinion. Well, you've heard it, Dan. He said the first 46. We've got a couple of Bundy lemonades on this. Right. If he goes in the draft, to me, it's going to be at the back end of the draft or a rookie list. And because he just excelled in the preseason camp last week as well. Yeah, let's hope he goes to the Eagles. I think he got top. I think he got one of the top marks in. It was either the thirty minutes, thirty meter sprint, or the agility test. He was on top on one of those. Can't remember which one it was. Well, it's going to be interesting because trade period's over. Um, you can still trade picks up until draft day. So who knows? Eagles could even get further up with forty six. Mm. I, I don't think we have much to play with right you now. You got your futures that you can um, use. True, but we don't want to taint next year's too much too. But I'll. I'll well, if they do I've move, got a confession to make too. If they do move up before uh, you make your confession, yeah. if they do move up, they'll use a future and they must be earmarking a player that they know they're going to be able to get. Yeah, true, but I just feel like. I'm ashamed to say this, boys, because I love looking at the future talent coming through. But I kind of knew, I had a feeling we we're going to get Tim Kelly. <laughs> it wasn't a best, you know, the world's best kept yep. secret. I knew it would take lots of draft picks. I'd also heard the Rumleys; it wasn't as great a draft. So I haven't kept an eye on the young talent coming through as I normally do. No, okay, because I, I knew yep. we wouldn't be delving deep into this draft. I, I knew that would happen. Mm. Well, you well, know, we touched mm. on the one uh, not last year's the year before draft where we swapped our first round for four second rounds with Gold Coast. That was shunned at the time, but it was a master stroke in the end because I think we dropped two places down the ladder and that mm. was it um, in the draft because mm. they finished bottom and we ended yep. up being premiers. But we got all these players. So that year I was like looking at everyone and I'm like, oh my God, Oscar now, Allen's still there. I couldn't believe it. At what, 21, 22 we got no, it. We got all it. these things, you know, yeah. um, I was really in de- like into that draft. No, 21 this was, one, yeah, 21. we don't have these picks. Yeah. So it, it nullified my like expectations on this draft. So well, you, you know me, I do a draft series all the time, draft targets, and I do it like just before the finals start. And I couldn't this year because I knew we were getting Tim. Well, I had an inkling that we were going to get Tim. And I'm sitting there going, there's no point in me wasting my time doing all this homework when um, we're not going to have any picks to get him with. So yeah. Yeah, I, I rem- that's why I just went over that list quickly. And, and tell me, you boys might know this more about me. The mid-season draft they're doing now, 
you know, like where um, Marlon Pickett got picked yep. up and... Do you have to have picks over from that, or is everyone automatically in it? No, you have to have a list spot. Uh, you have to have a, a spot on your list. Injury. I had a long-term injury yeah. or a spot on your list. Or yeah, I, a de- a, uh, not de- list a retirement. I just yeah. heard a very big whisper on this from someone I know that the Eagles might not use their last draft pick. They want to keep it open for the mid-season draft. I don't think they, something. I don't know if they can do that. Yeah, they can because can if, if you got if you got a list, you can keep a spot on your list open. You have to have at least one pick in the draft, or you have to have at least to list three players. Whisper to say who's a player. Oh, who's a player? No, no player at the moment. But I heard a whisper to say that a lot of clubs are going to do this: is not use their last draft pick. They're going to hang on to it. Uh, it's a good, of, it's a good move. Richmond's move yeah. of where they picked up. And, 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 and one name springs to mind straight away, and only because I got reminded of it today is Harley Bennell. Hmm. Now Harley Bennell, they'll—I don't think he'll get picked as a delisted free agent hmm. or in a rookie or anything. But they'll see if he's got a body of work yeah. in the waffle, and if he gets through the first eight nine games. Hmm. Somebody's going to pick him up in that well, mid-season draft. I thought he's gone back to Melbourne. S- uh, he went to Sydney for an operation and all that. Yeah. Um, half a dozen Melbourne clubs have expressed interest. And of course, the other one is my boy from. But I can't year. see a team. I can't see team wasting a pick now on him until they see the body of work. Yeah. Well, next year, if it's a VFL or waffle. My boy last year, who I was really disappointed, <laughs> no one picked him up as well. Sydney Stack. Another Perth boy who got picked up in the mid-season draft. Three years ago, I, I said a name, and you'll remember this, Dan, or two years ago. I said Marlon Pickett. You did? You've always said Marlon Pickett. I've said Marlon Pickett before Tim Kelly. Mm. And it just gets me. Um, I'm still astounded he played, debuted in a grand final. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, um, I, I just I don't like this because already <laughs> teams are taking advantage of the mid-season trade, mm. uh, draft, sorry. Like the Marlon Pickett thing, they they shouldn't have really picked him because he was injured till like right at the end of the season. That's not what that's for. Um, so right there, they're taking we, advantage because they've got their shoe in. And then what we've just said, it's teams realising, right, let's see if there's a red-hot player in the WAF in the VFL mm. in great form. And if they're in great form, we'll pick them in but, the yeah. mid-season draft. So they're already taking advantage of well, you it. That's what teams do. Mm. But that's that, what you got to do. It's making me think, this isn't a great idea to have this mid-season draft anymore, you know what I mean? Well, they want to do a mid-season trade in the long run. Mm. Yeah, I... Now, well, think it's becoming it's it's all about the theatre. It's all about um, exposure. Look at the trade period; it goes too bloody long. Mm. You're telling me, you know, for eight days nothing happened, and then in the last day, thirteen trades happened. Shorten it, but it's not. It's because it's theatre. It gets AFL's name out there. People talking about the AFL, and the same with the mid-season draft. And there's going to be loopholes and everything. They're going to expose everything. And if you can do it, good on you. It's big in world sport, though. The the EPL do it. Yeah, Premier League. NHL do it. Yeah, you know, everyone. They do it with coaches. They will trade coaches. NFL do it, and the NBA do it. They all do it. They've all got these trade periods. You look at coaches now. You look at coaches now. Uh, ten years ago, you had one coach and two assistants. Yeah. Now you got like one coach and you got about ten assistants. It'll come to the time where that coach is just a spokesman, like um, um, Kevin Sheedy was at GWS. He was a spokesman. He was a figure of the club, but all the coaching was done by Chaco Williams. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's going to come in, and that's yeah. going to come in the next well, three years, I reckon. Um, Clarko said 
I'm in an interview last year. He said, I can't remember when I took my last, the full session. Yeah. yeah. Well, Hardwick. His, his assistants used to take all his sessions. Well, Hardwick only took one session. That was at the end of the year, yeah. uh, end of the week. So, and I think Simo's probably a bit more hands-on. Um, we know uh, Ross Lyon was hands-on. No one else could get their hand in there. So I just find it a bit of a distraction, <laughs> yeah. though. Think about it like, will I stay, will I go? Then that player is, let's say, the blind sides that play. Let's say Gaff, midway through year just said, right, I'm gone, boys. How much of a distraction would that be to your team? Yeah, but no, you, I don't I don't think like you, can't, you can't do that. You can't leave that. I, I think they'll only ever have it like this where it's uh, a, a, for a player. Like, like last year, Richmond, Rance did his knee in the first, what, first, second game, whatever yeah. it was. So that's where Stack and, and then someone else got injured, I think, come in with the other bloke guy was. No, Stack was always going to... Stack was... Uh, there was a list open. So he can get taken all the way. If you missed, if you don't get picked up in the draft, you can get picked up in January. Mm. That's for any white player that nominates for the draft. So Richmond had a, a list spot open and they waited right until the end and they picked him. Only because he missed the draft. If he didn't nominate for the draft, he couldn't have got picked. Uh, we're all like... Um well, let's talk. We're getting sucked in the illusion of Sydney Stack because of how talented player he is. I like, we didn't want to pick him because of his off-field things. Yeah. He got in trouble for not rocking up the training. It was a glorious thing. They laughed it off because the coach went up and yelled at him. That mustn't have been a one-off thing if the coaches yelled him. Like, well, he didn't play he got, after that. He got no, he did. That's the thing. Did and he? then he got yeah. dropped at the end of the year for disciplinary reasons, and he never oh, knew. He right. got injured at the wrong time too. Yeah, well, that. But he was playing VFL. Like it was right, disciplinary. He got dropped for it. He said no. He's got to go back. Same happened. So in his first year, given that chance, and he's already doing a, a few of the little, yeah. nothing too serious, obviously, but no. a few things that you know teams didn't want to pick him for those reasons. There's reasons why people don't get picked. Um, let's get back to our list. We've delisted, unfortunately, we delisted Chris Marson. Been a great servant for the club. Uh, I think it was 215 games from memory. Um, and, you know, he might get a lifeline. Who knows? He's a delisted free agent. It's interesting that Eagles didn't try and get a, a late pick for him or something like that. Um, but the rumours are it's either Fremantle, Gold Coast, or it's a waffle. So... Best, best of luck to Chris. He's much maligned during his time at the Eagles, uh, rightly or wrongly, who knows. Wouldn't he be just such a great fit for the Suns? The way he trains yep. will show, right, grab grab that team by scruff of the neck, got some young kids, all right, this is how you train, this is how you run, this is how you put yep. the effort in at training to get, reap the rewards, you know, and he'll lead by example. Yep. I think for the Suns it would be perfect just for that as a senior leadership role. I right. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, the other guys that were delisted were from the rookie list. Um, Fraser McGuinness, probably how many games did he play? Over 14, over seven years. Yeah. It wasn't many, but he, he was there from, for a reason. Um, and I think it was B category rookies in Bynes and Ryach. They've both been let go. Um, going, if we've got two picks in the draft, we have to delist two people. So off... Off air, we were saying who we thought they were. I think it's going to be uh, Kurt Miedema and um, Matty Allen. Do you have any other they're, opinions? They're looking the, the ones to me that would would be. And, and I think, like I said, I'd like someone else to confirm it on Facebook if they're listening to this. I, I, I heard uh, that Frankie Watson got offered a new contract, which tells me that he'll go on to the senior list. Yeah, we're going to the senior list. Um, oh, mate, no one will be happier than me if yeah, that's no. true. <laughs> um, 
I've had a feeling that he might get cut, and I'm hoping a hammer. Um, people don't know who hammer is. It's um, Brayshaw. Brayshaw. Um, let's hope he can uh, stay on the list and get a game next year. Um, what do you reckon? Any other ones that you can think of, Dan? I think there might be more of a shuffling, and you see it happen quite frequently. I reckon this, uh, a rookie will go, but they still need to drop some from the senior list. So delist a player, then re-rookie them. Yep. Um, Which they do. Yeah, they quite do that quite often. And I think that's what we'll see. So let's... We'll I don't see. think it'll be Hammer, but we'll, we'll mm. use him as an example. He gets delisted, then rookie listed, and then we get rid of, say, a Josh Smith yep. off the rookie so, list. So I think, Smith, that's, yeah. I think that's a smart idea. Will Smith survive? Uh, no, well, I don't, I, I don't think so. Re- re- I, I, thought, I was a bit excited about him at the start of the year, but I just can't see a place for he, him. He trains very well. Yeah, I just can't um, see a place. He's he's quick. Can, he can run, um, and it's, he can run, and he can run. But su- That's all I'll say. Suddenly, for, do. I don't know if you can remember back, but a year ago, two years ago, what was everyone worried about in the Eagles, especially after Mitchell and Prittis retired? It was our midfield. It was all yep. about our midfield. Our midfield lacks depth. Our midfield does this. Suddenly, after Yo being an all-Australian backman, he's now in the midfield. Yep. And then none of these midfielders in the Waffle are getting a chance at senior mm. level. And now we're adding Tim Kelly as well. Suddenly, we've got all this depth in the midfield. So, Josh Smith is very harsh, but he, he would be behind a few plays in the midfield at Waffle level. Well, so, I think that's the one I'll... Well, Archie's been given another year. I don't know if they've accepted it yet. Yeah. Um, and Schofield's been offered a year. I don't know if he's accepted it yet. I think he's taken his. Well, I haven't seen anything on the websites or anything. So, until... You know, I, I'm hoping they do. I'd say they would be. You, you probably would have heard by from a, by now. But um, be interesting to see how it goes. But, you know, they could be two laid outs. Yet yeah, Who knows? Um, did any of you guys get to the John Westfold medal? No. No, no. You didn't have a spare $250? No. I'm a bit of a hermit now with the young baby. <laughs> I'm trapped at home. Did you watch it online? Uh, did oh, you on stream it? You I, streamed it, didn't you? I, I tried to, yeah, but it was... Um, a great experience to go if you went yourself, but there's a lot of talking and, okay, yeah. we're eating dinner now. You know what I mean? So it's like they have their meals and that. So there's a lot of dead time on the live stream, so it was very hard to watch. So I just kept up to date with who's winning and, you know, the mm. pop. Well, he was the, for those people that don't know, you've probably been living under a rock. If you don't, Luke Shuey was voted uh, the John Worthfold medalist this year as his second one, and then he stopped Elliot from going for a three-peat. He got second. Shepard was third. Gaff fourth. Darling. McGovern sixth. Liam Ryan seventh. Dom Sheed eight. Hearn and he was nine and Jack Redden ten. Now, that differed to our TNG, the next generation uh, best I'm surprised Hearn so far, Dan. I was very surprised at Hearn. He started well, though, didn't he? And then he got injured and... Yep. And that, it, it pretty much happened like it was because at one stage, half three, you just thought Hearn had it. And then Yo's form picked up and Hearn got injured. So then that's when I was like, oh, he's... The same as Dom Sheed because the first half, Dom Sheed's first half was... Dominated, didn't Dominated, he? but the second half, he, uh, he probably wasn't as good as what he could have been. Um, and it was good to see um, Keegan Brooksby get the ferris and best in the waffle and for I, the Eagles. I, said, I made note to you, mate. I said, I can't believe you never pulled a vote in the, in the sand over. Yeah, it's that amazing that 
And and I think our highest player Brando. in the Sandover was uh, Matty Allen was seven. No, seven really, correct yeah, me wrong. I think it was Brandon. No, nah, seven. Even was though it? he no. was late, really. No, nah, because no, I remember Allen. seeing it. Was it I was Allen. like, whoa, what was I looking at? Then I see so I was like, whoa, Brandon. <laughs> I think no, I think Brandon might have been six or seven because he got injured. Got seven votes. Whoever got yeah. The I know we didn't mm. get many, but um, it's funny. Like this has gone very off topic, but they're trying to equalise the waffle and um. Oh, that's a joke. Doing a few things to Subiaco. That's a joke. But I'm like. You've made sure the Eagles aren't competitive in this competition. You won't let us pick more than two waffle-listed players mm. to play in our team, yeah. but then you're having to restrict other players. Wouldn't you want to pump up other teams instead of try to bring one down? Yeah, that, you know what I mean? The like, people who are doing the waffle, they've got no idea. Um, it's a joke. When I saw that, I laughed. And I got oh, a sorry. few... Uh, congratulations, Brooksby, one of our favourites <laughs> on here. Especially first half of the year where, like, when Vardy's form wasn't great and getting injured and yeah. Hickey, we're like, bring him in, bring him in. Yeah. And now it goes to show we knew what we were talking about. Yeah, we backed it up. Fairest, like. um, some life members were awarded. Um, two players, Chad Morris and Mark Nikoski. So, uh, Nikoski's uh, still at the club in development roles and I think Morrison he's coaching at a Swans is he or is he, he still was, doing that he was doing that um, three other people were given um, life members and that was Richard Collis who's went on to Sydney and got Sydney basically to where they are now but there was two other names Robert Armstrong and Mark Cohen did you know any of those guys did you know anything about them no well for those who don't out there Back in 1989, the Eagles nearly went under, as most of us know. Um, Indian Pacific Limited was coming to rescue us. And him, Robert, Mark, and another guy, Murray McKendry, which is on the WAFC now, um, they put $5 million up to keep the club afloat. So... If it wasn't for those guys, we probably wouldn't have a club. Mm. That's that's why I'm amazed people say... uh, it was so easy for the Eagles to come in. We had to come up with $2 million. And you got to remember, this is in the 80s. That's a lot of money. Oh, it is. Before we could join the club. And that yeah. was because the Australian clubs, clubs, like the dogs, wanted the money then and now. Yeah. So it's like we couldn't... Have. But then the travel. We travelled so much more, which is understandable because we were the only interstate team at the stage. But, you know, you got to think, we had to play for fights and all this stuff. So our, our cost to run that club was so much more than any other club as well. It was like we were almost doomed to fail from the start. And now look at this powerhouse club we've become. It it annoys you in that the Victorians bag us and everyone else. But if it wasn't for us, Fremantle, Port and Adelaide Adelaide Crows, half those teams in Victoria would be gone. Oh, yeah, of course. They'd be all gone. They'd be be gone. If it wasn't for these clubs keeping them in and and the amount of money the Eagles put into this competition now. And Eddie Maguire knows it because he he makes... Don't forget, it was $4 million the first year. By the end of the year, it was $10 million. Mm. And... The thing is, it was even the powerhouse clubs were going under that stage. Yeah. And you mentioned it because Collingwood was one. Yeah. At that time, they were bankrupt at Mel- that time. Melbourne was struggling. Yeah. Jimmy um, Steins was really on a big... It's right. amazing. Like, Did you boys do your homework? Yes, got my homework here. Did you do yours, Dan? You can check my report cards. <laughs> I always do it off the top of my head. Yeah. Like, you need to put more prep in, Dan. You'll be on your fighting staff to do better in school. No, nah, it's good. Dan does it. He comes from the heart, so he does it off the cusp. So the homework for the boys was to pick our team for next year, and it's pretty obvious, I think. Um, I'm going to run through what I got, and then you tell me where the changes are. The backs, and this is no disrespect to some of the older players on the list, but we're to go forward. So the backs are Rotham, Barras, and Jetta. He's all cool with that. 
Oh, mine's different, but yeah, yeah. yeah, get, all right, yeah, right, yeah we're yeah, all different. Um, Hearn, Govan, Shep, halfbacks. Mids, Gaff, Redden and Kelly. Half-forwards, Oscar, Darling and Cripps. Forwards, Liam Ryan, JK and Petricelli. And the Rucks, and Nick Nat, Shui and Yo. And then, you know, interchange, you could raffle Higgy, Sheed, Waterman, Duggan, Nelson, Watson and Brayshaw. So, what, what's different with your club, boys? I've gone. I've gone on the backs. I've gone Hearn, Barash, and Shepherd. Halfbacks. I've gone Yo, Gov, and Jetta. Centers. I've gone Gaff, Redden, and Sheed. Half forward. I've gone Ryan, Jack, Cripps. Uh, full forward line. I've gone Cameron, J.K. Allen. All right. Rucks. I've gone Nick, Kelly, Shuey. Interchange. Duggan, Hickey, Petrol, Waterman. Emergencies: Rotham, Hutchings, Brochure, Bra- Bailey, Williams. All right, so the only guy I missed out of all of that, and I miss him out all the friggin' time, is Hutchings. Nah, he didn't make it on mine. I wasn't happy with the but way he was But he didn't used. even make my interchange no. or my... And yeah, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but every time I do a list, I always miss him out. Mm. Uh, if they're not going to use him as a hard tagger, he doesn't make my team. That's the reason. The second half of the year, I found they didn't do it. Mm. Um... It's, I liked yours, Yo, on the back half because people forget his first All-Australian. He played that year on the back half. Yeah. Uh, half back. Okay, so mine I'll do it more, more as a chunk. So, obviously, your backs, you would have Jetta, I would have Barras, and then I would have maybe Duggan. Um, Duggan got injured at the wrong time of the year. That's why he wasn't in our squad and didn't make it in finals. It wasn't, is he in our best 22? It wasn't that Nelson's ahead of him or Watson's ahead. He just got injured. It was under the so then, after that, you've got exactly yours, Shep, Gov, Hearn. Yep. Okay. Now, my midfield, I'm going to have Sheed on a wing, Gaff on a wing. Then in the guts, I'm going to have uh, Shuey, uh, Yo, and then our man, Kelly. And then, obviously, Nick Nat in the ruck. Half forward line, you've got to always have Darling there. Great runner. I would have Oscar Allen and maybe Cripps get him running up and down. Yeah, is that okay. what I had? Yeah. Then full forward... Um, JK, he's still like he got slammed because people expect him to kick the eighty goal season. He still had a forty goal plus yeah. season and didn't play every game, so he's still a great forward. So he's definitely got full spot. And I'm gonna say, forget the drug ban. We don't know what's going on there. I'll still he's on our list. Rioli and Ryan, but then obviously Petrocelli if Rioli's not available. Then on the bench, I like to have one of everything. So you know, then I'd go maybe a, a Rotham to go back. Then I'd have obviously Redden to give the chop out the mids, because obviously mids, they will have to rotate a lot. Um, and how good does that midfield sound, boys? I'm just oh, saying, good. when you've got yeah. red and come off the bench to give them yeah. a run and then you've got Waterman as your forward. So that's it. Yeah, it's good. And I think we're pretty well, pretty good there, because we had to bog the players. Mm. But it's just funny that none of us have Hutchings in there. It's just... Yeah. Uh, 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 maybe that's a sign of the times at Hutch, that, um, like you said, Dan, he's only in there as a tagger. And... Um, if he gets you like he did in the last game against Geelong again, I'll personally go down and say, well, Simo, what the fuck are you doing, mate? Sadly, I missed the last podcast uh, for the season, um, and that's something that really infuriates me. And you know me, I, I never critique the coaches in their, their moves. I think there's a master plan. But to play him as a forward, I was like... In the final. Disgusted yeah. by he, that. He Hutchings. was, he was he, on Tom Stewart. That, no, oh, in the Geelong, he was tagging Tom Stewart and Geelong, and in the in the... 
Essendon game, he was tagging Saad. Saad, yeah. He did, he did Saad yeah. earlier in the year yeah. as a tag. Well, he did a great job. Worked uh, once, he, didn't work twice. He came off, um, he came off that was virtually a double hamstring. Yeah. And I just mm. don't think he looked the same nah. as fit and that at the wrong... He just got in, again, injured at the wrong time. Yeah. Now, the, the reason I got you to do that homework was because I projected to 2023. Oh, God. Or 2024. I can't go that far. Because at that... Time in 2024, Shuey will be 32, Yo will be close. We've got a few players that'll be 32 of age, right? Shuey might be 33. He might be 33. Yeah, that's what I say. I couldn't do it because well, half of this yeah. time was it. So I, I looked at it and I looked ahead, and so this is what a bit of my back line is. I had Brandy in on the half back instead of Hearn. Mm. All right. I had Rioli back because he's come back from his suspension. <laughs> and I had Williams in as a ruck with Nick Nat still there, but in Nick Nat probably in four years' time probably won't be playing. No. So when you look at the bulk of our team, it's still going to be the same because you've got Liam, you've got Waterman, you've got Petricelli, you've got Oscar. Uh, Darling will still be kicking. Kelly will be. Redden will be. Gath is going to be 32. Shep. Kelly. Uh, Gov, you know, we've got a good next three years. And, but in 2024 is when we're going to have to start regenerating. And um, so until then, they, they say the premiership window, I think we're in a good little period now. That's why I'm not worried about the draft. So what you just touched on then. Okay. So in our back line, Hearn and Jetta, oh. at a mature age, they'll be gone. Mm. Um, if only we had more, you know, medium, small defenders. If only we had like a Watson and Nelson of Rothman mm. to come in. Yeah. Wait a sec, we got these players. Mm. You know, JK is a forward, but he's an older player. If only we had a Brander or a Waterman and Oscar Allen coming through, we've got them. You know what I'm saying? Um, our midfield, we haven't seen the midfield talent so far because we had no injuries, thank God, to our midfield this year, really. Um so you haven't seen the Ainsworth, you haven't seen the Follies. Archie hasn't had much of a go, you know what I mean? You haven't seen these players. Um, even Matty Allen, who we touched on, he's moved from a forward into that midfield role at the waffle mm. level, and that's what he played all this season as in the waffle, is a midfielder. We haven't seen them because there's been no position for them. Yeah, well, let's hope they can get some positions over the next three years. Before we finish off, boys, uh, there's been a lot of discussion on the captain of our club next year. I, we jotted down something. Uh, Lyle Flynn, a regular listener to Eagle Nation, put on a post. We've had 13 captains, but four of them were in one year. Uh, no, actually six of them were in one year because Darren Glass finished up. And then we had Kennedy, Mackenzie, Soward and British Sherritt. And the last one to do it was Hearn, and he's kept it since. Will Bunger be captain next year? I don't see any reason why we shouldn't be. Yeah, I don't think. I think he'll lose. I think he'll be retires. there until he de- retires. I, yeah, I agree. We've asked this question many times. Who's going to be the next captain? Um, it, I think Oscar Allen will be a captain. He was a head boy. He's just got that leadership thing. But if it happens, say, next year or the year after, he's too young. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see how Yo grows. And I think he is growing as a leader yeah. in that midfield. Uh, if, it, if it happened in the next one or two years, I'd say Yo. If it's 2023 and he's still going around, which I can't see him doing, then I'd chuck Oscar in. Yeah, so I, I think Oscar's a long way for being captain. You know him personally, I know, so I know. Look, he he will be he will be a great leader. He is a leader. That's what he is. But yeah. I think he he's the type of guy who need they'll need to establish him in that team first, fully to know where he is. Yeah. To him to be the captain, and I think that's what you, 
you've got to look at. And I think even someone after this, after um, someone they could look at is Gov, whether he's a leader or not, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I think it's up in the air. I don't think Boot Shuey will be because I think he's... Yeah, he's too old. Yeah, he'll be too old. Now, yeah. So... To That's me, why Yo to me would be the obvious one. Also, don't watch out for Liam Duggan. I've said this for a long time. Yeah, you have. Yep. Liam Duggan will be one who will be right up there in that leadership group. He's a very good leader, and Simo loves him. Our, I can say without a word of hesitation, by far our best ever AFLX captain was Duggan. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> AFLX. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Um, we're going to wrap up the show now, but we'll be back after the draft. We'll talk about who we get and who got delisted, and we'll probably talk a little bit more in depth of how the team's going to look next year. We'll have rookie lists going as well. We'll have give you as much info as possible, and we'll try and find out for all those people out there what number Tim Kelly will be wearing, if it's 11 or 7, or who knows, it might be something else. Um, but if it is 11, Eagles want to make sure they order a, num- a lot of numbers because it's going to be a very popular player, um, especially with the kids. I know my boys already said, I want whatever number he's got. So Nick, <laughs> there's the winners there. Hasn't Nick already tweeted that his uh, number 11 is ready there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the locker's yeah. all cleaned out for him. I think McGovern did someone as well there. So um, so don't forget to look up Podcast Central or look up Eagle Nation on uh, Facebook, on um, Twitter or Instagram. Join us there. Leave a review on any of the podcast platforms you hear us on um, because that's the way we get out to more people um, and hopefully you tune in for the next one which will be just after the draft so good talking about footy again hey boys it is and oh I just can't wait for the season so I want to see Kelly actually running around the jumper yeah bring on 2020 I want to see the jersey because it's bring on 2020 Tim Kelly and beyond and I think we're in good steads Mm. well thanks for joining us again boys and uh, we'll see you in about I think a month's time I think it is end of November and can't wait for for the new season alright take it easy catch you later cheers Craft leads the charge. Now Nelson beautifully read by Shepard. 